0: Good morning. Happy Easter Sunday morning. I hope this is a great day for you as we celebrate this awesome, awesome day for us, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and how we remember that day. This is the day, this is the foundation really of our faith, isn't it? The day that Jesus Christ came out of that tomb victorious over sin And death not only victorious for himself but victorious for us that now that he has risen now that he has conquered he gives that to us so that we one day will conquer death that we one day will step from this life into eternity and enjoy his presence forever and ever and ever amen that's it that's what the day is all about and you know the church doors may be closed but the tomb isn't. So we're going to celebrate Easter anyway. We're going to celebrate Resurrection Day. Who would have thought six months ago that we would be here? That we would be shut up in our... If you would have told me six months ago, you know what, we're not going to be meeting at church on Easter Sunday. We're going to be shut up in our homes for better than a month and uh, not be able to go here and there. What we want to do, We are. there's going to be some super virus that's going to be out that's going to ravage the whole world. Right I'd have told you you're crazy. You'd have told me I was crazy, right? But here we are. And I think if it's anything that you and I have learned from this present situation we find ourselves in is how easily that the unexpected can change the course of our lives. and how little, really, that you and I control. How little um, is solid, that can't be changed almost in the blink of an eye right it came on us overnight practically and so we find ourselves as it were knocked off balance in life sometimes and when that happens you and I instinctively reach out for something to grab don't we? something solid to hold on to and if there's nothing there well we fall don't we that'd be pretty painful in physically and in life, right? But as I've watched people uh, over a lot of years get knocked off balance by life, financial problems, marriage problems, health problems, etc. I think I figured out what that solid thing is that some people are able to grab a hold of and, and get back their footing and other people are not and end up falling. And that thing is hope it's hope because when there's no hope you and I have no other choice than to be overwhelmed by our situation right and just go whatever way it knocks us over but when we find hope you and I find something to grab a hold of something that gives us security and peace like a rope right we grab onto the rope and it's not flailing because it's tied at the other end so that we can pull ourselves back up, get our footing, and begin to go forward in life. Puts us back into balance, doesn't it? Which means that not only is the rope important, but also what it's tied to is important. Because if what it's tied to is something that can move, right? Right? we're in a crisis if our rope is tied to something that can move like people right people aren't always steady and solid when we want to depend on them right like like finances like health like jobs etc 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 right If, if if those things are movable then what good is the rope because it's not tied to something solid right so what i want to do today this morning this resurrection day I want to throw you a rope, but not just any rope, but a rope that is tied to the only thing in the universe that is truly unmovable and totally secure, and that is God himself. First Peter chapter one, beginning at verse three, I want to entitle the message this morning, Living Hope. This is Easter Sunday, the day that you and I celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He who took our sin, your sin, my sin, upon himself and died in our place on that cross so that we, the sinner, might be made right before God. Wow. And so as we come to him humbly by faith he not only forgives our sins but he sends his spirit in our hearts causing us to be born again right a new creation the bible says old things are passed away all things are become new we are born into a brand new relationship with god as he becomes our father who is in heaven and our text says that we are not only born again into that relationship, we are born again to a living hope. A living hope. Now, I love stuff like this in the Bible. Because I say, what is that word in there for? <laughs> right? It's not there by mistake. God doesn't do things by mistake. Why did he put that in? What is a living hope? It's, it's got to be important, right? So then I start digging a little bit. And I find that the word in the original Greek literally means to be full of life and strength. In other words, it's a hope that energizes us and sustains us. You know, when life happens, and it happens to all of us, right? And sometimes we try to fix it, right? We, we try this thing and we try that thing and we try to do it as fast as we can to put things back to normal. And now that doesn't work and the other thing doesn't work. And now all of a sudden, this is serious, right? We're facing something major here. When Kathleen and I were in Syracuse with my dad, uh, we both ended up getting some part-time jobs to have something coming in, but we went through a lot of our savings as well. And I put some feelers out for some ministry positions in the area and it just seemed like nothing came back. I preached a couple of times for a guy, um, but nothing came back as far as, you know, gainful <laughs> employment in ministry. And then when my dad went into a memory care unit, uh, I widened my search a bit, but I still wanted to be local, to be still involved in my dad's life and his care, right? Um, so I began candidating and I heard back from a church uh, the other side of Rochester and I began the process of candidating at that church. A process that took uh, probably about four months in total. And I went there to preach a couple times met with the board and preached a couple more times and uh, we fell in love with those folks and they fell in love with us and it really looked like this thing was was coming together but then it turned out that there were some theological differences uh between myself and the denomination things that i thought were kind of minor issues but they were really dogmatic about and so to make a long story short this thing came out of nowhere and it was it was over just like that it was it was done and i was devastated. I I, I was, I, my heart was there, I was heart and soul with these guys and uh, wow talk about being knocked off balance, right? So by this time we're in Penfield, uh, we're paying out rent, uh, Kathleen's out looking too but but nothing's really coming together as a good fit for her either and it's like okay this thing has become serious right for us and yet I have to tell you that in all of it down deep in my heart I found a rope to hold on to I found a hope that my God was still on the throne that none of this had taken him by surprise that he promised he wouldn't forsake me right Uh, that he's I I knew that he had come through for me time and time and time and time again before so it was a hope that sustained me and that hope also energized me I I didn't wallow in my disappointment even though I was sorely disappointed it hurt right I was in tears over this thing Um, but I couldn't wallow it that that hope that I had deep down in my heart energized me to get up to stand on my feet pulling on that rope right and to keep moving forward because I knew that I knew that I knew that God had a plan and then one day I ran across a posting for a church in Manchester that needed a pastor and well the rest is history and Kathleen and I are so so blessed to pastor at First Baptist Church in Manchester. And then Kathleen found a, a, a really good fit for her too. But listen, she and I are no different from anybody else. We've been through health issues. We've been through marriage issues. We've been had lean, lean financial times, right? We know what it is to be knocked off balance and to see no way out of a situation. But at the end of the day, There was always hope. There was always hope. Something that energized us. Something that sustained us. It's a living hope, not only because it energizes and sustains, but it's a living hope and that it meets us where we live in our everyday lives. It's there in every single situation, from normal everyday stuff. a worldwide pandemic. That living hope is a a um, life-giving, life-participating hope, if you will. And it's a living hope, too, that it's constant. It's constant that it's a hope that's with us all of our lives. It's a hope that you and I can count on. That whatever we face in this life, how many days that the Lord gives us on this earth, whatever happens, be it the mountaintop or the lowest valley that we sink into, whether it's triumph or tribulation, we can know that the God who loves us is working all things together for our good. It's a living hope. It's also a living hope because it was purchased by a living Savior one that's risen from the dead, one who ever lives, the Bible says, to intercede for you and I. Did you know that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father now, interceding for you and for me? Isn't that powerful? He ever lives, the Bible says, to make intercession. So our living hope is built on a living Savior bought by him and it's a hope too that stretches beyond this earthly life to an inheritance our text says in first Peter that is imperishable undefiled and unfading kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time you know someday this life with all of its joys and its sorrows its vivaciousness and its viruses will be over, right? But Jesus said in John eleven twenty five, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall we live. This hope is a living hope because it's an eternal hope whose foundation is, is an eternal God that rope is sure because it's tied to the rock of all rocks the rock of ages amen so can I ask you this morning as we've all been knocked off balance here haven't we what's your rope tied first of all do you have a rope second of all what's your rope tied to What have you tied the security of your life to? What have you tied your hope to? Is it another person? Is it a job? Is it a bank account? All these things, right? People get sick. Bank accounts go away. The stock market goes boom, right? All these things are movable. Where's your hope? I want to tell you that there is a hope for you in the resurrected Jesus Christ the living Lord of glory I want to tell you that there is a hope in the one who said you know what in this world you will have tribulation but he said be of good cheer for I have overcome the world if that is your hope this morning in the midst of what we're going through then be at rest And be of good cheer. Because He's with us. He has promised never to leave us. Never to forsake us. He has promised to supply what we need according to His riches and glory. Be at rest. Be at peace. Be joyful in Him. But if that's not your hope, if your hope is gone, If you don't know where it's coming from, if what you've been depending on is suddenly not there, whether it's this crisis, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your job, whether it's your family, whatever the situation is, if you don't have that rock-solid hope, I want to offer it to you this morning. Would you bow with me in prayer? If that's you this morning and you need something more, someone solid to trust in for your future, just say, Lord Jesus, I want that. I want what the pastor's talking about. I believe, Lord Jesus, that you died for me on that cross, that you took my sin, that I can be forgiven, that I can be made right before God, That I can come into a new relationship with him as I surrender that sin to you. So, Lord, I open my heart. I ask you to come in. I ask, Lord, that you would become my hope, my life. I entrust my life to you, Lord, to work out as you see fit. Help me, Lord, to hear your voice. Help me to follow your lead. Be my Savior and my Lord, my hope, my help, and my peace. Thank you for coming into my life and letting me be in yours. Amen and amen. Well if you prayed that prayer this morning I want to welcome you to the family of God. You may have you may have felt a sense of homecoming there may have been something rise up in your heart. You may have felt nothing at all. We come by faith. We trust Jesus by faith. He said, if if you he said, I stand at the door and knock. If you open that door, I will come in and dine with you and you with me. It's a picture of of relationship. You know, there's something about food. When we gather around food with the people that we love, it brings us close together. That's what Jesus is talking about. I'm not talking about a religion. I'm not talking about going into a church building, although we appreciate doing that and gathering together on Sunday mornings and Bible studies and all kinds of things to to help us to grow and encourage one another and, and just give each other a hug, which we're missing so much. But we're talking about a relationship. I'm talking about that deep down sense of the presence of God and his hope in your life. And if you have asked him in, I can assure you, he is going to be faithful. I've got over 30 some odd years of being able to testify of the faithfulness of God and that rope that has been secure for me. I'd love to tell you about it, get a hold of me. Uh, find me on Facebook call me at the church uh, whatever you need to do I'd love to sit down and talk with you and uh, put a Bible in your hands if this is the first uh, you don't have a Bible or it's the first time that you've prayed uh, boy you're gonna you're gonna find things different you're gonna find that that rope is there for you in every single area of your life because we serve an awesome God who is faithful. Amen Amen. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this, uh, this time together, and we'll see you again here next week. God bless. Have a great day.